this week we read a story from Joshua 2. And it was basically when Joshua sends the uh, Israelites, the spies, to scout the city of Jericho before they actually go and, like, conquer it. And this was, like, the promised land. So it was, like, a very important piece of the Israelite story. And basically, when Joshua sends the two spies, they need a place to stay. So they stay at Rahab's house. So Rahab is actually, she's a prostitute. And she hides the two men when the king of Jericho sends people out to find the spies. So she even, like, defies her own king, which I think takes a lot of guts. (laughs) Yeah. And she actually um, says, I know the Lord has given you this land. We are all afraid of you. Everyone in the land is living in terror. For we have heard how the Lord made a dry path for you through the Red Sea when you left Egypt. And then she says, the Lord your God is the supreme God of the heavens above and the earth below. So Rahab actually, even though she's from Jericho, she has so much fear and reverence of the Israelites' God. And this is actually what drives her to um, defy her own king and hide the men in her home, which is very risky. Yeah. Um, imagine if she got, you know, if she got busted. <laughs> That's so scary. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, but she knows that their, the Israelites' God is so much more powerful than her, even her own king, which I think, like, was so bold of her. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and yeah, but she actually asked the spies to um, spare her and her family because she helped hide the spies and, mm. like, keep them from getting busted. And she And the spies tell her to hang a scarlet rope out her window to be saved, which... It's actually interesting because it reminds me of like the Passover. Yeah. Um, like earlier in the Israelite story, how like all the doors that had the streak of red blood on the door doorpost, like the they would spare the um the babies in those houses. Yeah. I think yeah, I I just thought that was interesting, you know. I think and I also think it foreshadows like in the future how yes. like when Jesus dies on the cross, he's the lamb. Yeah. And that's the way to salvation. In this case, it's the way that Rahab and her family are saved from Jericho, which will soon be destroyed. And yeah, we find out actually in Joshua 7, 17, it says only Rahab, the prostitute and the others in her house will be spared for she protected our spies. So God wow. is faithful. Yeah. <laughs> that's so crazy. Um, the other story that we also wanted to talk about today um, this is a story about this lady named Tamar, and so her story, it's a little bit similar to Rahab's, um, not really, but they were both kind of like, um, yeah, just kind of like outcasts, Yeah. and it's because Tamar, so basically, she was married to this guy named Ur, <laughs> a funny name. Ur, Ur <laughs> but, like a pirate. <laughs> yeah, E-R. <laughs> He's married to Ur, and um, he dies all of a sudden. And so back in the Old Testament, it was, like, the brother's duty to, like, basically impregnate, like, um, his older brother's widow so that they could continue the family line. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the younger brother, um, they sleep together, but he is really selfish, and he doesn't want to continue his older brother's line. Mm. And so he doesn't allow, like, her to be, like, impregnated, mm-hmm. and so, and then God punishes him, so he dies, and so now she's a two-time widow, Dang. and she has no child of her own, Ooh. and yeah, and 
because it was like her right to have like this child what she does is she's like okay no I'm gonna like have this child like for this family no matter what mm-hmm. and so she dresses up as a prostitute she pretends to be a prostitute and she sleeps with her father-in-law dang which is really crazy and then she gets pregnant um and yeah basically just a really messy story mm-hmm. um but the crazy thing is when the father-in-law later finds out that he slept with his daughter-in-law, he mm-hmm. actually confesses, like, before, and his name is Judah, by the way, he actually confesses before the public. He's like, actually, what she did was right. Actually, I wronged her because I didn't give her um, my third son because I thought that he would also die. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yes, I've, like, sinned. And so it's actually one of the first examples in the Bible of, like, a public confession Dang. of sin. And so, even through this, like, really crazy, messed up story, like, you can see, like, this little bit of, like, redemption, Mm -hmm. and, yeah, it'll even go into, like, a bigger picture once we kind of zoom out. Yeah, so, actually, when we go to Matthew 1, there's this long genealogy um, of Jesus, and, actually, if we zoom in, it says that Judah was the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar, and then in a couple verses later, it says... Salmon, what a cool name. (laughs) (laughs) Salmon was the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. And then if we go all the way down, we get to Jacob. Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. Mary gave birth to Jesus, who was called the Messiah. So isn't that so crazy how like these women are included in the family line of Jesus? Yeah, and I think it's, if you even read the whole genealogy, it's, full of a lot of messed up people Mm -hmm. like David yes he was an amazing king he's described as the man after God's own heart but he was also a murderer Mm -hmm. he was an adulterer Mm -hmm. um Abraham was a liar right um Jacob he was known as a cheat Mm -hmm. um there's Rahab prostitute Tamar a widow prostitute Mm um Ruth she she was godly but she she was a woman and what's interesting is that women were actually never included in genealogies Mm -hmm. so it's something special that they were included in this little list because it shows that jesus like it doesn't matter like your story it doesn't matter your age your race your gender yeah like he can redeem anyone right everyone right and yeah so it's like this whole list of like messed up people and their stories and it's like toward and at the end of it like through this very imperfect family line of Mm -hmm. completely broken people Mm -hmm. at the end of it is jesus which is the perfect king the perfect messiah right and so it's like at the end of that it's like jesus is like the perfect ending yeah he's like and he like like his birth like his life it kind of almost like wraps up the entire story and it like redeems everything that was broken about it that's so insane yeah I think I actually um heard in another podcast one time that there's no word for tragedy in Hebrew because they believe that if God didn't redeem a situation then it wasn't done that yeah and I think that's so wild I did not know that I know that's really crazy I know and (laughs) I just want to share this verse from Galatians three twenty six to 28. And it basically says like that we're all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus. And all of us have been united with Christ in baptism and we've been made like him. So there's no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male or female, for you are all Christians, one in Christ Jesus. And I think it's 
crazy how like when we're like even amidst our brokenness like there is redemption and it's almost yeah. like me and Chian always talk about this we're like we try to think about our lives before we knew Jesus and sometimes we're just like I really just can't think of it because you're literally yeah. born again yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. no it's real and it's like hey like if you've ha- ever had any doubt about whether Jesus is for you it's like look at the people in this list Mm-hmm. Like, David literally cheated. Like, mm-hmm. he literally had adultery. Right. And he killed a guy. Right. Um, there's Tamar, who literally slept with her father-in-law. Yeah. Which is just, no. That's, that's <laughs> a no. Yikes. <laughs> and it's like, through that all, like, Jesus, he's able to redeem it. And so it's like, if you think your life is messed up, like, look at the people, like, in these stories. And look how Jesus is able to make their stories into something so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, there's literally, like, no story that's too messed up for Jesus. Mm-hmm. There's no storyline that Jesus can't come in and radically transform. There's no addiction that he can't break. So true. And so literally, yes, Jesus changes everything. That's all I have to say. <laughs> that's so true. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I think if any of you guys are feeling, like, discouraged or if you guys have been feeling discouraged um, from the faith, uh, from like seeking Jesus because you feel like you've come too far or you know mm-hmm. like it's just been too long <laughs> like literally just look at these stories and like recognize that like just like this God this type of love that God has for these people is the same type of love that he has for you guys and yeah. there is so much redemption that can happen if you're um if you take that first step and you're like Jesus just lead me and take me yeah, and we also wanted to close off with a little song. It's called Graves into Gardens by Elevation Worship. And we thought it was so appropriate for this episode because it's all about Jesus turning broken things into beautiful things. Mm-hmm. And so the lyrics read, you turn graves into gardens, you turn bones into armies, you turn seas into highways, you're the only one who can. So good. And so God loves you. We love you so much. And have a redemptive day.